This episode is brought to you by 825 Design. 825 Design is top tier in window tint, screen printing, and t-shirt design. Go see CJ at 825 Design for all your needs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Talk That Talk, as always, with my boys, Mike, Big E. And today we have a special guest, JJ. What's up, fellas? How are y'all doing today, man? Good, man. Good. Uh, another hot-ass day at work, but... <laughs> Chiller. It's, uh, it's rolling, man, and... um. Just trying to trying to get this sun off me all day. Just working outside. Just oh yeah, just uh, <laughs> enjoying enjoying this AC right now. Exactly. Yeah. JJ, um, we got a very special guest. Um, want to welcome my boy JJ to the uh, to the pod, man. How you doing? I'm feeling fantastic right now. You know what I mean? I think I told you guys earlier, right before I got on here, I had a brownie about 20 minutes ago. It's starting to kick in a little bit. Ready to do some oh, it's ready, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Some people like to be uh, wallflowers when they eat an edible. But I mean, I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's go. <laughs> Let's hey, go. Man, if, for most of y'all that don't know, um, JJ is uh, huge in the um, gambling industry and in the in the betting community. Um, yep. Follow him on Twitter at Taking the Points. Um, dude puts out serious content and is absolutely sharp um, for the most part. So I think you've been on, like a, on a little a little roll lately, haven't you? Is what I've been I'm, seeing on the on Twitter. I've been on a heater, man. I got my <laughs> ass kicked in college basketball, though. Absolutely ass kicked. I thought I was gonna like lose everything at one point. <laughs> but uh, the, last, like, the last like three weeks, though, it's been I've been on fire. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. It's yeah, been, yeah. college basketball was. It was very hot for us. We liked college basketball a lot. So. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I should have yeah. got, I, I got on this show earlier than me. Hey, man. Damn. Yeah. And it, it just so happened that we had to get hot right at the end of the season. It's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, and um, and for these last – I think we – I think for the most part, I think we've all – all of us have been on a heater because these last two weeks of betting has been absolutely sharp for me. Um, MLB been hitting like, like crazy. NBA has been – smacking left and right so yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah see i've been i've been a little a little uh prize pick a little roll lately the past couple weeks so getting them from somewhere books hasn't been all that but price picks is where i've been i've been cashing out so yeah well uh without further ado uh, let's let's get into this episode so uh start off first with you jj jj tell us up tell us something about yourself where you're from what do you do um yeah um so grew up in Florida. Um, I lived in Florida pretty much my whole life. Um, you know, uh, went, I, I went to school down in Orlando. Um, really didn't have many sports teams over there growing up. Um, the only thing that we had close to an organization was the Orlando Magic. And I don't even think they're an organization really because they're that terrible <laughs> year after year. Um, but, you know, I lived down there for a while. Uh, I went to Florida Atlantic University, came up here. Now I'm in Virginia and uh, living the dream up here. So uh, that's basically kind of it about me. And uh Kind of got into the sports betting industry when I was actually 18. I'll get into that story a little bit later, but um, yeah, I, I'm here now, so it's basically kind of it. Yeah, FAU, yeah. Huh? that's lit. FAU, that's nice. Yeah. Hey, hey they're bringing they're bringing the coins home this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do. I think I slammed them like an absolute slam against Old Dominion. I remember that when they're <laughs> they're at home, Old Dominion came into town and FAU actually rocked them. You know, it's actually kind of funny because I actually faded them quite a few times this year, and I think they won every time because I told you guys I did horrible in college basketball. And uh, yeah. every time that they won, you know, I got my wife who, you know, is with me too, and she's cheering for the Owls. They're like, why aren't you happy? I'm like, I fucking had 2,000 on this game. <laughs> 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 you know, nothing, nothing. Not myself, myself and my game. 
myself and Mike, we go actually went to Texas Tech. So we, uh, Texas Tech basketball was on the road this year. So we were yep. a lot of money on them. So it's been yeah. <laughs> I was surprised how real how good they were this year. They came, you know, they they yeah. played really well, especially losing their coach and everything. I mean, yeah. they played yeah. really really good basketball in the regular season. Yeah. Next year, I would I would highly suggest you hop on our Texas Tech plays because I can damn near tell you when they're gonna win or lose almost. So most of the time, yeah. I know I, I know I see one of you guys coming to my DM or uh, in my comments once when I faded Texas State. Oh, that's a pretty bad idea there, JJ. I'm like, no. I'll see about it and sure shit, you guys were right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we were in everybody's comments that faded Texas Tech that night, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I think, oh. um, yeah, I think I was always on Crabs telling him, why are you fading Texas Tech, bro? <laughs> yeah, because he, he, did, he did fade him almost every damn game, to be honest. Every it, time, every time, but – so um, how did, how did you uh, get into sports betting and from where you were back then to where you are now? How has that journey been for you? And, man, we just learned uh, want to learn how you got there because we just started this uh, not even a year. We just started in November. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get in the big platform such as yourself. So how did you just start and then how did you, you just get surgical with your picks? Because I know you've been on a roll lately, like we said, but it's been awesome to see you go. So, I mean, can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, when I turned 18, um, first and foremost, you know, I didn't really start sports betting until I was 18. Um, and that was offshore and provide. That's just, so this is 13, I'm 31 now, but this was 13 years ago. Um, so when I was 18, I was betting on through Bovada and this and the site called Bodog and all that. But, but even before that, um, you know, the reason why I got into betting was because, you know, my dad and my uncle, they were both head football coaches. My dad used to coach the Redskins, and my uncle was the coach of the Raiders and the Bucks. Um, wow. and there was one, yeah, when there, there was one point when um, both of them didn't have a job. My uncle got fired from Tampa, um, and that actually, my dad at the time he was an assistant coach, so he was can there too. So I really had no allegiance to any NFL football team, um, and to get that kind of emotional kind of um, feeling towards a team, I started betting on them, right? Because if you have your hardcore money, your your, your hard earned money on a team. I mean, shit, you can turn into a Jets fan for all, you know. Oh, that, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> the number one, the number one Jets fan at that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The number one. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's really kind of how I got into it. And then I, I just started really liking it after that because basically it just like was like a hook, line and sinker for me. And, um, you know, after you win your first couple bets and you learn what a parlay is, you hit your first parlay, you think you're invincible. And um, ever since then, I, I just, you know, kept on kept on going kept on going um and you know eventually my dad and uncle got jobs i had to kind of keep it more under wraps but then towards the end of this year i kind of broadcasted just a little bit more and um really that's how i kind of got into sports betting and you know i was very unsuccessful um for a good you know 10 years probably before i actually started figuring it out and figuring out the lines and what vegas tries to do um to lure in the public and that's yeah. really kind of what i am i'm not you know you talk about crabs bet he's like a um you know he goes on the opposite fades the public and does all that but i i look for lines where it, it lures people in to go on a certain side um and and that's kind of like how i learn to be successful in this industry mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. huge and mainly i can piggyback off that because I've been I've been betting the same way. I mean, you called Memphis last night. That was beautiful. I was on mm-hmm. the same. I saw the same thing. It's it's pretty much seeing right through Vegas, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they they take all those the beginners' money, you know, and people that can't see through Vegas, they bite the bait every single time, yeah. and yeah. Vegas will take you. So. I bet the bait last night. I I mean, it was fishy, but I was like, man, there's no way. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and th- and that's the thing. Like that that was insane that they put that line at two and what Memphis did without yeah. Shaw is just yeah. So they were up by what sixty points at one point. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that. It's it's yeah. pretty much seen to Vegas size, and um, if you can do that, man, I've I've realized that you yeah. can really be really successful in this industry. Yeah, yeah well, the, line that, the line opened at yeah. three and a half points. Jaw was, uh, you know, um, announced out, and it only bumped up to four and a half or four, and mm-hmm. then it actually got to four and a half. Then went back down to four. I think that was like kind of like a red flag of its own. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And so, especially, especially with I think the, the game before that was at like nine, nine and a half, something like yep. that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, once you saw that, especially you knew something was up. But I think that that's where we're trying to trying to get to too is being able to read those lines in that way. I think I think we've actually gotten better at that. I mean, still, you know, a couple of times we'll they'll they'll hook us in. To be honest, yeah. you know, Vegas will do that. But that I think that's what we're trying to get to. You know, be able to read these lines. You know, see what Vegas is doing and be able to look yeah. through Vegas. You know, yeah, yeah like know. pretty pretty much like yesterday. I, I could tell you, um, my pick of the day yesterday was uh Tampa Bay. They were the Angels have just smoked them two games in a row. Um, the, the no hitter too line, on top yeah, of that. Low yeah. hitter came on top of that. I took the Rays. I slammed them at. Yeah. At, um, I think they were drop. I was on that plate. It was at drop one fifty five, and I was like, "Yeah, this is screaming. They're gonna give Angels plus money, and they just literally threw a no hitter. Like everyone's gonna be on the Angels. The sticks mm-hmm. are hot. I knew, especially once they uh, they saw Shohei was on the mound too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's all right through them and bought home the coins. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but- yeah. So I, I think like like us, we. You know, growing up, we were all always into sports. Is that you know same thing with you growing up? You were always playing sports into sports. Is mm-hmm. were there sports certain sports you grew up playing when you were growing up, or you were more well, yeah, into? I mean, well, my family and football and everything. I did play football growing up. I'll tell you guys a funny story on that one um, in a little bit. But um, you know, I wasn't very good. Um, you know, I'm five foot ten, a little overweight, and I wasn't you know <laughs> greatest. But I did have that last name, and I kind of had like, the smarts for it. But um, you know, growing up, uh, when I, when I went into high school, I was playing football as a quarterback. I've started my freshman year, freshman football. Um, you know, I, I go in and I'm playing JV as a freshman, which they, we had a freshman team, JV team, and a varsity team. Yeah. Uh, and we had two seniors as the varsity quarterbacks. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, when these guys go, I'm playing JV right now, I'm going to be a sophomore starting quarterback for a varsity team. Let's go. Um, so the season was over. We're in spring training, we're in spring camp and everything. And my third week of weightlifting, um, I go in and my offensive linemen are in there kind of like laughing at me like these seniors, uh, new seniors. And they're like, I was like, what's so funny? He's like, JJ, man, you're, you're done, man. You're toast. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, we got a new quarterback coming in. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll see it to believe it. In walks Trevor Simeon, man. I oh, you know, no, way. no way. <laughs> Trevor, no Simeon fucking walks, way. Trevor Simeon walks in, didn't want to play a down of football. He wanted to play baseball, but the coach recruited him. I'm like, you know, I'm on his ear. Go ahead, go play baseball. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. That, that's what you're here for. Go, go play baseball. Yeah. 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 Let me, let me play. And uh, I ended up starting, you know, or not starting, but uh, all play, people, play yeah, Trevor Simeon walk in. The, yeah. The Broncos Super Bowl 50, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, you know what? I did a hell of a job holding the kickers' footballs when I, uh, you know, when I was out there, so. <laughs> hey, he was out there working somehow, some way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, like we said, we, we haven't been doing this nothing but since November of last year. So, I mean, it's been fun, our journey as well. I mean, we're getting, so like Mike said, was saying earlier, reading the lines and stuff like that. So, like I said, we appreciate you having on the show, but 
without further ado, let's get into some topics, man. Uh, over the weekend, we had UFC 274 completed, man. So, first fight, we're going over. Michael Chandler defeated Tony Ferguson in the second round knockout from a front kick. Guys, did y'all see that coming, man? How was that fight? I don't think nobody saw that coming. No. Not that. I'll tell I you mean, who didn't see that coming, Ferguson. You know? <laughs> <laughs> didn't see yeah. that shit at all. He was, he was just like us, did not see it coming at all. I mean, absolutely brutal knockout. That was absolutely brutal. Um, the front, I just saw the front. It was literally in seconds. You just saw him, boom, he was on the floor. Yeah, yeah. it happened. It happened just like that. So I think I, I looked away and I looked back and dude was on the floor. Like, I, I literally missed it. That's how quick it happened. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I don't know what this leads for Ferguson, but, hey, Chandler with a knockout like that, I can guarantee he's going to get a, He's gonna get the fight he wants, I think, next. You think so? You think he'll get another shot with for the title? I, I think he gets another shot. Um, I could possibly see a McGregor-Chandler fight. You know, I, I mean, I don't see why not. Hmm. Um, I think I think anybody would want Conor McGregor. To be honest, I, I mean, he wasn't the only one that called Connor out that night, too. So, yeah, everyone wants that payday. Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll call out Conor McGregor right now for that payday. <laughs> really? <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> JJ, uh, you, you a big UFC fan? I do like UFC, man. I'm a big Diaz fan. That's my, that's my boy, you know, and that yeah. those, when it was the Connor and Diaz, you know, um showdowns those were my favorite fights to watch oh yeah um mm-hmm. I, the one the first fight they had you know when diaz was called up or i think i think it was he was called up or whatever it was i think this opponent backed out and that's why they had the rematch after that but um you know i had money on conor mcgregor and that was when i first really started getting into ufc bang i don't do it a lot but i did have a lot yeah. of money on mcgregor that fight which i ended up losing um but it was one of the better fights that i've seen and i fell in love with that ever since that fight so yeah yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I think I still catch myself watching highlights of that fight because I mean, especially just that that uh, history between them, especially with those fights. Yeah, the build up to that fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he, and and Diaz was busted up too. Like I thought, there's yeah. no way this guy's gonna survive. And sure enough, like he he's the one who taps out McGregor, and I was like, what? yeah. So I mean, it was it was a great fight. Yeah. Oh, uh, hopefully we see we see Connor back in the ring sometime soon, but. Um, Co-main event, Carlos Esparza defeated Doug Rose, um, championship fight. I know a lot of people said this was a boring fight. I didn't personally watch it. I was working. Mike, you tell me a lot about it. So what was your take on this <laughs> fight right here? Uh, I'm still tired from watching that fight, to be honest. Uh, they just – it was just that, you know, you know, you have that time in the fights where you feel you feel for your opponent. You know, you, you try to see what they're doing, see when they drop their hands or whatever. But I think that the deal here was neither one of them wanted to make the first mistake. Neither one wanted to make that first mistake that would cost him the fight. Uh, you know, Rose was avoiding the takedowns, and, I mean, that's what she did. She kept her distance because that's what happened the first time they, they met up. She lost because Carla took her down and submitted her. So, I mean, this fight, I mean, Rose had 38 strikes the whole fight. Carla didn't help with 30 the whole fight. So 25 minutes, they weren't doing much, you know. I mean, it, it was what people said. It was, it was a little boring. I hate to, yeah. I hate to say it. And I'm, I'm right there with you, Mike. Um, like you said, I mean, for the most part of the fight, they didn't really do anything. And then the, 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 the surprising thing about this fight was Esperanza comes out with the W. I don't think she deserved it. I don't think she did enough um, to, to, to earn the title from the champ. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, if we, just like, you know, in other title fights, I could say Izzy and um, 
who did he fight last? A boring ass fight, but he didn't do enough to earn the belt um, against the champ. And I, I, I thought the judges would have scored that fight the same way as they did with this one, which was, I mean, I don't think she did enough to beat Rose. And I believe even Rose believes, of course, that she should still be champ, which I mean, hopefully the rematch that they bring on, um, if there is a rematch, I mean, hopefully they, they heard the chirping and they get they get brawling in the octagon. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, JJ, I mean, any thoughts on this on this fight right here? It was boring, man. I, I honestly – it was the reason why I fell asleep before the main event. Um, <laughs> it was like one of those times where I'm like, I'm in bed. I'm in bed because I'm on the East Coast too. And it's like 1130 at night. And imagine yeah. like, you know, trying to keep up and, and watching this, you know, and trying to be entertained. Yeah, I fell, I fell asleep and I woke up with, you know um, – analyst talking about the main event i'm like damn it <laughs> <laughs> okay your thoughts on the main event Oliveira defeated justin gaethy real naked choke in the first round called it charles Oliveira, baby that was good what was your thoughts on that fight right there if you saw the replay uh, I, I saw i saw the highlights you know i i, I like that play i actually I, I i rode with uh first round knockout by either or which was which was a nice little payday i only sprinkled a little bit on it but i knew something was going to happen there um, but, um, no, I, I mean, from the highlights, I mean, quick fight, you know, better fight than the last one. Um, yeah. you know, the, the, the second, uh, the co-main event, but, uh, overall, you know, it was, it was a payday for me. So yeah, yeah. that's a good thing. And that, that fight, especially the Vegas hook, all of yeah. it is weight. Still, they dropped the line down. Gaethy plus 120 looks fucking beautiful. He misses weight, goes, a, to, goes to plus 140. Yeah, JT has has yeah. a reason to, to to fight really to win yeah. the belt. I mean, yeah, that's I mean exactly. You hit it right on the head. I, I thought, I mean, when Gaethy hit hit him the second time when he when he clipped him and he and I thought if mm-hmm. if I know I know he didn't want to go to the ground because of course Brazilian God he's gonna he's gonna get you, mm-hmm. but. I mean, that was your chance, man. Like, what do yeah. you have to lose? This fight was going to end up on the ground regardless. You had the he was he was literally rocked. Oliveira was rocked twice, twice, and he twice. ate him. Good. He ate him good though. Twice, so. yeah. And then I, mean, I think. Go ahead, Mike. I think I mean he, he once he stayed on the ground, you saw him wanting Gaethje to attack him. So I mean, he, that's exactly what he wanted. And Gaethje, I mean, he was smart letting them up because Gaethje did have the advantage on on the feet. But uh, I mean, once. You know, once uh, he got caught, uh, Oliveira when he when he dropped him, you see how he didn't even go to you know try to knock try to knock him out. He just went to uh, to wrestle straight, straight to, to wrestling. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, really, uh, Charles, you know, fought smart. If we're being yeah. honest, well, all and that, that was was one right hook to the jaw for Oliveira and knocked Gaethje down, and it was game over from there. So he's the the crazy. The crazy thing about this is, I think we saw the best Gaethje possibly that he could be. He was – he looked phenomenal, and his camp was phenomenal. Um, he had everything in his favor, and he couldn't get it done. So, I mean, I don't think he deserves a, a second chance. I think he needs to fight his way up back to it. But no, very tough dub from Oliveira, man, and he's not champ. <laughs> he's, he's... <laughs> like I said last week, it's Oliveira's time. He's it's his time to be the champion, and he deserves to be champion. So yeah, I mean, it's not like he he lost the belt. Like he didn't. Nobody beat him for the belt. I think he's you know he's still champ, really. To be honest, yeah, they gotta go through him. Exactly. So it's 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 up to Dana on who he wants to fight Charles for the belt next. Really, thoughts, thoughts on the 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 point five 
I mean, weight miss. I mean, that's tough, man. That's tough. I mean, he said he he said he had made weight Thursday on the UFC scale at one fifty five flat, and he didn't eat nothing or drink nothing. But I mean, who knows? How do you gain half a pound if you don't do anything? But that, that's just tough. I mean, I mean, yeah. And then get an hour to try to lose that point five. You don't even lose point one. I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think it's on him. I mean, you're a champ. You know, I mean, you know the way it goes. You know how it goes. Yeah. And I mean, you can't do it. I mean, that's that's just not being professional, to be honest. Yeah, most definitely. This is the first time that's anything that's happened that this has happened to a champ not making weight and getting stripped from the belt, which is just crazy to me. So, I mean. Who knows? Who knows? What's next for Oliveira? Who do y'all see him fighting? Man, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that could step up to this to this plate for 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 a title shot. I mean, um, what's it say? Rank third. You know who I'm talking about? Me. I think I think it's uh, you know, international fight week. Islam Makachev. I think Makachev. that's who's that's who's next. I think it, it makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can say get, you can say Chandler if you wanted to, but yeah. I mean, we makes, we've seen that we've seen that. Makachek, I mean, makes total sense. So yeah, I'd love to see that fight. You called out Connor though too, so. See, yeah, so I said everybody's calling Connor. Everybody wants Connor. Everyone wants to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> another big fighting event, boxing. You big boxing fan, JJ? Kind of loud. I watch a little bit, man. I kind of actually been watching more of the freaking Jake Paul bullshit than uh, <laughs> actual, you know, Canelo or any of those guys. Man, um, I, 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 I've watched Tyson Fury. I do like watching him, but I, I mean, not. I haven't been watching a lot of boxing lately. More UFC yeah. than boxing. More UFC. Boxing yeah. starting to die a little bit. I mean, there, there's, there's a reason for it, man. Because most of the time, these boxing matches are just snooze fest. Yeah. yeah, and it, it's always these top guys fighting really nobodies. It's never really top guys fighting the top guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I understand exci- that. We're about to get this Ryan Garcia fight. That's been that's going to be the probably the most exciting fight in boxing that, I mean, probably in the, the last two years. Um, contender against contender. It's going to be a good one. But. Well, he- well, hear me out. Would you guys rather watch that or would you rather see a pay-per-view special with like Brandon Marshall versus Cortland Finnegan or like, uh, you know, like some of these like actually athletes fighting against each other. Yeah. I didn't know that'd be freaking sweet too. Just put up some headgear on and put yeah. like, like when Nate Robinson fought, uh, yeah. you know, I thought that was fucking awesome. I just want to see them fight each other. Uh, and there was a, uh, and then Darren Williams against Frank Gore. That was sweet. I'd like, I yeah. mean, I, I would rather watch that to be honest with you. I mean, it's, it's, it, that's more, it's more entertaining. If yeah. to be honest, yeah, I mean, it catches everybody's eyes because everybody that knows sports, if you hear these names, you're like, okay, this dude's an NFL player, he's gonna box now. Of course, yeah. I want to watch this, I want to see what happens. Hell yeah, I want to watch it. Of course, right, I'm gonna hear, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Chris Rock versus Will Smith in the oh, ring. Yeah. I mean, who really want to see yeah. that? That's that's selling out wherever to whoever. <laughs> right? That's selling out AT and T. Who you got? Now, who you this got? A, now this is a betting podcast. What would you make the line? Would you put Will Smith minus one fifty or after the slap? After the slap? After the slap? You gotta have Will Smith drop. Yeah. One fifty five. You don't have a. You don't really don't have a choice. But after that slap, you have to make Will the favorite. <laughs> hey, Chris Rock, did he he ate it. it was, yeah. 
Yeah, he ate. He ate. Okay. Oh. Hey, that's a, that, that, the way he ate is going to make me have a little sprinkle on that money line for Chris Rock, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, the public's going to be out with Will Smith, so I'm going to have to just cut, yeah, just of that. I'm going to have to hit that rock real quick. Hey, man, I might have to hit the rock, the rock with the knockout, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> he got to get that back. He has to get really, that back. Really catch me out, for real. Back, he has yeah. to get that back. <laughs> hey, man, we're, uh, we're doing the we're doing the wrong things man we need to start promoting these damn fights i'll tell you that yeah <laughs> for real <laughs> back on to canelo though oh man what an upset yeah unanimous yeah. decision by bevo i mean y'all watched it i watched the tail end of it but what were y'all thoughts on this on this fight here it just wasn't fan, man I, wa- I watched around one through 12 and canelo absolutely got dominated from rounds mm-hmm. one through 12 he did yeah he he it was like around round four where he was like he was being cocky through round one through five. Like, you know, kind of like, I got this shit. You're not you there's no way you're gonna beat me. Round seven, eight was like, oh okay. shit. He's oh, losing. Shit. I'm losing. He's losing. Yep. And this guy's bigger than me. It's either I knock him out or I'm losing. And yeah, his corner told him in the 12th round was like. Canelo, like, saw, like, get your shit together. It, this is it. Like, 12th round, he's bigger than you. Like, you got to show your best here. And Yeah, you don't have to, like, knock him out because you're losing. Like, either yeah. way, if you don't knock him out, you're losing. But and to be it, honest, Bevel just fought the, the better fight. He fought the, he, he fought the smarter fight, mm-hmm. really. You can't take nothing uh, away from Bevel because he looked out nah. sharp, man. He looked sharp. Exactly. He dude, was – he was. Dude, he's a champ for a reason, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Champ he, for a reason. He, he knew he, he had the reach. He was bigger. Canelo wanted him to get close. He kept telling him, like, come on. And Bevo just kept his distance, jab, jab. And that's that's what he – that was the game plan. He stuck to it, and that's what won him the fight. Mm-hmm. If you're longer, if you're bigger, of course, keep that distance to where he can't reach you. I mean, anybody anybody knows that. That's going to win you the fight. But Dimitri, like you said, he's the champ for a reason. Dimitri, and he showed it. Had, kept pressure on him the whole fight, I saw. I mean, he threw an average of 59 punches per round, landed 13. Canelo threw an average of 41, and that only landed seven. I mean, that says a lot right there in the whole 12 rounds. I mean, oh, uh, big Canelo fan, I love him, but he 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 lost fair and square. And he did, yeah. It is lost, he lost. lost fair and square, man. I, you can't you can't defend him here. It's, there's no way. No, you can't. Yeah, uh, hey, I respect. Move up to 175 and try to accomplish greatness. Uh, I mean. But stay yeah. down, stay down 155. Stay down 155. Got no business in 175, bro. Got no, <laughs> no, business, in 175. no business. And yep. the rematch, I'm sorry, Canelo, but and Canelo fans that are thinking it's gonna be any different, it's not. Mm-hmm. Dimitri's gonna be all over him again. And I don't think Canelo's gonna have an answer for it. I think it's the same thing, honestly. Same like I said, thing. huge, huge Canelo fans, but and we're gonna be on Bevel. We're gonna be My, on, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be on that Bevel line for sure. Yep. Well, let's get into some NBA playoffs today. So, Celtics Bucks, Bucks leading three two. Thoughts on this? On this, uh, JJ, who do you got winning this series tomorrow? I'm hoping the Bucks win. I love Giannis. I, I love cheering for him. Um, I remember when I, I went to a game and um, back in Orlando when he was a when he was his first year as a rookie, and I remember he was like lanky and he was skinny. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't as big as he was. No. But I remember there was a play where, I mean, Magic weren't very good either. And the reason why I was there, I was sitting down in the front row and tickets cost me like 20 bucks. But I remember watching this guy ended up taking the ball from half 
court, dribbled like twice, and he was at the hoop dunking. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And that's when I figured out it was Giannis. And then after years, you see how he, he came up. I, I just like how he plays. Man. In every game that you see him, he's got his hands on on his knees, and he's like, he's like really like exhausted. Like you can tell, like he puts everything yeah. into each game, and that's what I respect most about him. And that's why I, I'm not I'm not saying that all the athletes, you know, all the basketball no, yeah. players, they don't, you know, what I mean, but. It's just that I, I just – that's always stood out to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I respect that too. I mean, you see it. You see it every game. You see how hard – you know, all the minutes he puts in. And he's nonstop. He's going, going, mm-hmm. going. Even if he's, you know, tired, hurt, either way, he's going to be driving like crazy. Especially with no hurt. Bleeding. Bleeding. Yeah. Went and took your free throws, made them both. Yeah. Like I said, especially without Middleton, I think he knows that they're missing that key player. And, you know, somebody has to – you know, cover for that spot. Of course, you got other playmakers too, but Giannis is Giannis. That's the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. You know, that's MVP, that's MVP right there. So, yeah, uh, tough series. Yeah, man, and um, I, I just couldn't believe it yesterday. 13-point lead for the Celtics, and and they, they blow it. Um, And then in the end, you had uh, Bobby Portis just absolutely lock it in. I mean, I mean absolutely lock it in. Are y'all – are y'all trusting Marcus Smart in the last two possessions of that game? <laughs> no, I mean, no. I don't, I don't know what what the deal with that was. To I don't be know honest, JT doesn't have the ball in his hands. Should have been in JT's hands. Game on the line. Now you got to go back to Milwaukee. Three two. I mean, three, well, three three. Three and, two. Three two. Man. Three, two. Three, two. Yeah, three two. Three two. And I, I think, I think that's it for the Celtics, man. I think Milwaukee wins tomorrow and. They're going to be feeling themselves, and I think they, they close out the series. It was a defeating loss, like Mike told me the other day. It was a defeating loss with the Celtics. And yeah. just Kevin Middleton possibly coming back, playing some minutes, which is big for the Bucks too as well. So they close it out in Milwaukee tomorrow, and they move on to see the Heat, who just won today. Um, very good defensive team. How do you see that next round, saying the Bucks and Heat play next round? How do y'all see that series playing out? JJ, what do you got on that? I would go with the Bucks, man. I think the Bucks were going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I I, I called um, before the playoffs started. I, I said Bucks and Warriors. Um, and I just think the Bucks defensively would stop the Warriors. I think if they if the Warriors played any other team like the Heat or you know the Celtics or the Celtics come somehow pull it out, I think the Warriors win. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I just think again. I mean, just the experience and 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 Giannis being Giannis. I mean. It takes two or three guys just to cover him and, and prevent him from scoring, and that just leads to open shots. Chris Milton mm-hmm. should be coming back too in that series, so that's another weapon on the outside. You got Grace now, and you got the other Covington out there too. Uh, Brooke Lopez can put up, uh, you know, threes as well. I mean, there's so many guys that can shoot on that team yeah. that when you suffocate on Giannis, you're fucked. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I, I I I just like the Bucks, man. They're they're good defensively. They're long, and I I think they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I think I think if you know, especially after that last game, I think if they win, you know, tomorrow they're rolling. Like I think they they know that they got this momentum going, and like you said, I mean, they got Chris Middleton coming back, and like you said, if they're all on Giannis. There's somebody else that's open that can make a play. Like you said, all these other guys, Bobby Portis came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. hooping, doing his thing. So I mean, I think that that plays a huge advantage. Yeah, Miami has the good defense, good defensive team, but I mean, locking up one player only leads to so much. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they did. Good, they did a good job. I mean, Miami did locking down like, uh, you know, guards. Like they they locked down like uh, Trey Young, preventing him from scoring mm, on the yeah. outside. And then, um, you know, looking at this game that they just won. I mean, James Harden and, and yeah. Max, they didn't really do much this series either when they were killing it 
the, the series beforehand. So they're good on the perimeter. They're good stopping guard play. I just don't know if they're going to be able to stop big 34. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's or stop, you know, stop any of those guys down yeah. low. Yeah. I mean, you got, like you said, Lopez, uh, uh, Portis and Giannis. I mean, those are some big guys. Mm-hmm. Those are some big guys. Yeah, they're, they're big and they're big and uh, they, they, they're clutch. That's one thing about them. They clutch up when it's needed and, and the shots are made. Defense is played. Um, they're, they're a well-rounded team. And we're about to see next game, man. I think we might have our first uh, TTT, TTP uh, squad <laughs> ride tomorrow. On <laughs> I'll tell you what, if, I mean, if there's any, if you guys think there's any way that Celtics win tomorrow, I take them just to go ahead, just take them to win the series because if that game goes back to Boston, I think, yeah. they, I think that, that they would advance. So if they yeah. win tomorrow, I'd yeah. see Boston going through. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I think it has to, I think Milwaukee, Milwaukee has to win tomorrow. It's, it's no ifs, ands, but they have to win to close it out. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's like you said, no doubt if Boston wins tomorrow, they're taking the series. It's, they're, no. not gonna, they're not going to win again in the Garden. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and another game, Grizz Warriors. You know, the Warriors didn't close it out last night. A tough, tough loss, horrible loss. Do they win that in Oracle tomorrow? Uh, they, 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 I think they, they killed the uh, Grizzlies tomorrow by double digits again. Um, when you play in Oracle and you're the Warriors, I think you automatically get 10 points no matter what. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I said something today, you know, John Morant, you know, after game one or whatever it was, he was like, this is going to be a fun series, you know, kind of talking in Steph's face. And or after game two, that's the one game that they won. They came back to, uh, you know, Golden State. They won by 30. You saw John Morant kind of mimicking Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I know Steph Curry's on social media. I know he saw that shit. And I know he's going to come out in, uh, tomorrow and probably like the place up again and, and then, you know, probably rub it in. So, um I, I like I like the Warriors to win by yeah. big tomorrow. Definitely, yeah. covering, uh, definitely covering the eight. You got you, mm-hmm. your yeah. confidence saying uh, eight in the Oracle. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, Curry seeing all this stuff, and of course, you are gonna make me mad for your wolf dad tree, wolf dad tree in my face, in my face, in my, in face. my, in my face. face, and I'm the best shooter the world's ever seen, and you over here whoop that trick. And you got the grizzly, <laughs> the grizzly dancers coming and doing that to my face, man. I'm dropping fifty tomorrow. Are you kidding me? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. So who do they play? Who do they play? I know the Suns and Mavs are. Playing right now, watching it. I got two units on the Mavs right now. So, who wins this series? Depending, I got the Mavs winning tonight, uh, today, Game Seven, and Phoenix. Who wins this series? I, I I can see. You know, I stayed away from this one. I could see Mavericks winning this game, but I think Phoenix is going to win it. Um, you know, back in Phoenix, I think they're just way too deep, and playing at home is just such an advantage. Um, and also, at the same time, they're minus 300 to win the series originally. It would be kind of crazy to see, like, a plus two – I think they're, like, plus 225, the Mavericks, to win, um, especially against the Western Conference champs. So, um, I see, you know, Phoenix and Golden State going at it in the semis. Um, yeah. But I do see going game seven. I think NBA would love to see Luka in a game seven. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it'd benefit everybody if they see Luka in, in, in game seven, especially against the Suns, too. I mean, this series has been good already. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you got the whole Luca versus book thing going on. It just builds, builds the intensity more, builds the build up for this series more, especially for a game seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I can see this going game seven too. But yeah. I, like you said, I think, I think the Suns are more well-rounded. They got the the most depth on their team too. Uh-huh. So. No, I, I definitely um, agree here. I think Mavs take this one tonight. 
Um, and this game, this thing's going to go seven. Um, and it's going to come down to the wire. Um, what the line's going to be in, in Phoenix, I don't see it being that drop six that it's been all, all series when they play in Phoenix. Um, I could see a, a, a line opening up maybe at four. But, I mean, the Mavs, the Mavs, if they're playing the way that they could play, I mean, I could see the Mavs taking the series um, in, in Phoenix. Yeah. It's 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 up to Luke and it's up to it's up to his supporting cast if they can get going, and if um you have Dinwiddie hitting his shots, you know you you can you can you can make a, a hell of a take for for the Mavs to to take the series if it goes seven. Well, the games that have, the Mavs have won, he's got help by Jalen Brunson and Dinwiddie. That oh, can, yeah. that goes a long way, especially I mean CP three, yeah, he's a point guard and all that, but he's not a, all that great defender anymore. So if Jalen Brunson can get some some scoring points drop a 20 25 piece and and you and you see the difference when you have brunson hooping with luke i mean when all three are hitting like there's a whole difference in the whole game the atmosphere is different the game the the pace of the game's going different i mean it's really up to to brunson and then we did it to help to help luke out Mm -hmm. and if luca gets some d books the d books head as much as i love d book i mean you can't let luca uh get in your head like he has been and stuff so And Luca also got to stay out of foul trouble. He's been getting into foul trouble early and having to come out the game. Yeah, you know, third quarter with fucking nine minutes left. Yeah, I think that I think that that can go both ways. I think Luca needs to worry about Debo getting his head too, to be honest. And especially yeah. if this goes back to Phoenix, it's you know it's a whole different story over there in Phoenix because you don't not only do you got Debo, but you got the whole fans telling you something, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. Like I said, I think it's it's up to the to Luca's supporting cast. I mean, Luca's gonna be Luca regardless. You know, I think think you expect that, but if he has help, then yeah, it makes it tough to beat them. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah. There hasn't been a game seven yet either. This whole playoffs, we might see all. one in Boston or or you know this one tonight. So curious to see which series goes to game seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for these game sevens. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, get into some NFL, JJ. Who's your NFL team? You said. I don't really have one, man. It's whoever had my money on, dude. And, um, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it's sad, but um, <laughs> that's kind of how it is. I literally have a jersey and a shirt of every team in the NFL, so I would just wear it whatever I have my units at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, um, that that's the best way to watch. I mean, that's an awesome way to watch football, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean. It, I go to, I go to the same sports bar every week, and it's funny seeing some of the regulars' faces when I walk in with the different jerseys. Like, weren't you just cheering for the team they just played against? Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but they yeah, got but, the points. Yeah, but yeah. Lamar's bringing the Lamar's bringing the coins home tonight, so you gotta rock the Lamar jersey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I respect that. I mean, you you got a different team every week. Yeah, I, mean, I, refer, I, I refer certain players. Like yeah. my favorite player in the NFL is Trent Williams, so I, I like rooting for um, you know the 49ers. Um, I know that's a weird favorite player, but I think that guy's such such a beast yeah. um, as an offensive tackle. And then you know I, I I grew up in Miami. I went to school in Florida Atlantic, so um, that was I, I went to a lot of Dolphin home games. I scalped tickets for like twenty bucks, and you yeah. know no one goes to those games. I got to go down you know closer to the field and watch that too so i mean i have some kind of allegiances but you know again i really don't give a shit yeah no not not yeah. like us with these with these flags we got in our room yeah, yeah. die hard denver bronco fans. die hard yeah die hard fans over here man it's been a tough uh six seven years for me and i'm glad i'm out of poverty 
Yeah. We'll see. Don't talk too early. Don't talk too early. JJ, I'm talking early, baby. I'm talking AMC That's what we've been telling them. Especially with how this division's been going mm-hmm. crazy this offseason. Like, so we've been telling, like, hey, it's going to be tough. It's not no cakewalk. Uh-huh. Hey, like, it's ask, tough. JJ, who do you have winning that division? I know I have the Chargers. Mike, who do you have yeah. winning that division? I like the Chargers, Chargers in that division, well. Who do you have winning that division? Uh, I, I Honestly, man, I got the Chargers as well. I actually had the Chargers win the Super Bowl this year. Ooh, uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, they, they went all in. I mean, you see who they, they acquired in the secondary on the line. You see what they're doing. And they got the same pieces from last year, and they were pretty good. I mean, they started out the season pretty hot, but they just kind of faltered towards the end. I think Herbert's yeah. going to cross that bridge. And, uh, you know, we you know he's he's a good quarterback. He's going to be yeah. a top-ten quarterback in the league. And um, I can't wait to see him this year. I think he's going to do yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's how me and uh, me and J.D. are. I mean, we've, we've been rocking Herbert since, since Oregon because we, we do like Oregon, you know, besides Texas Tech. So we've been rocking Herbert, too. And then one of our boys, that boy D'Lo, uh, he's a huge Charger fan. He's a diehard Chargers fan, too. So I know he's going to love hearing that from you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say is Broncos country, baby. My Broncos fans are out there listening. Let's I'll tell you what, though, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if every team in that division made the playoffs though too. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, kind of like looking going down the list. I mean, it, it's really hard to do because I thought that was going to happen with the NFC West NFC West last season, but you know the Seattle Seahawks ended up making it. But um, you know, you see that I mean, definitely the Chargers are capable. Patrick Mahomes is capable, and I, I think Russell Wilson is going to do good things. And it's just all to see if the Raiders. I, I think people are overhyping the Raiders a little too much, but oh, there. I think the Chargers are the Blue Jays of the NFL. Over-hyped. Oh, I would say that, man. Overhyped. <laughs> over, overhyped. Everyone's on them. You know, woohoo, boo. They were good last year. What do you mean? How is that? And they just added J.C. Jackson, like you said, Khalil Mack on the line. And obviously, Justin Herbert. Top I mean, it's, like, it's not like everybody's hopping on them now. I think everybody's on them. They've been on them. They're yeah. just – I mean, they were there. They were Chargers, there. Chargers the put their are, chips the in the chip, middle now. The chips they are all, all in. Chips in them. Yep, they're and all in. Regression here. Mm, the yeah. chips, uh, the Rams were all in, and you saw mean, how that worked. The out. Broncos are all in. <laughs> Let's hey, see. no, hey, you just Let's lost the right picture here now. You got a juvenile team, Jerry Judy's in, in jail, so I don't want. Yeah, to you just lost the nice receiver. <laughs> over there. All he did was break his girlfriend's phone. He gonna be out in two. Nah, weeks. nah, nah. He, he, he gonna oh, be out. Man. He gonna be out tomorrow at practice. Hey, over there, evidence or whatever he's doing out there, man. Hey, man, he's over there running routes with Henry Ruggs right now, man. Come on, now. <laughs> Come I'm curious on. to see what happened with Jerry Judy, man, because that, that's kind of crazy. It's like, what was it, second degree uh, tampering with evidence yeah. of domestic violence? Yeah, yeah. It, it was her cell phone. They're saying he broke his girl's cell phone. Oh, really? Oh. Not broke yes, it in, like maybe deleted some pictures of it. Like, there you <laughs> Other stuff, you know. Hey, but, I mean, that's that's a lot to say instead of just breaking the phone, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, he, I don't know what he's innocent. He's innocent until proven guilty, man. I, yeah, we'll I see what my jersey, jersey. <laughs> We'll see what happens, man. <laughs> but okay, with that being said, the uh, schedule release and everything. Who's who's your favorite? You said you had the Chargers winning the um, Super Bowl, right? Who do who do you have them playing in the NFC side of the ball? Uh, well, I think the Chargers, they're not going to get the bye by any means. I think the Ravens are going to be the best team in the AFC this year just because of their schedule. Um, I was kind of looking at I, I was looking at all the schedules before. And I, I love football, man. I get, yeah. That's my bread yeah. and butter when it comes to betting, too. Um, but the Ravens, looking at their schedule, I mean, um, I can see them going 12 and uh, 12 and 5 easy. 
Um, and their win total is nine and a half right now. That's going to be my best preseason bet beforehand. That and the uh, over nine and a half for the Colts, too, because I think they're going to have a good year as well. Um, no offense because you're a Titan fan. But, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, they're, they're good. I think that, you know, you upgrade in Matt Ryan, you, you go from a, um, you know, a Prius to a Chevy. I'm not saying you go to a Bentley, but a Chevy's still tough and you can get you some wins. So, yeah. and I think that's what Matt Ryan's going to help uh, accomplish in Indianapolis. I think they're going to go to a three or four seed this year and, and win that division. Um, but in the NFC, yeah, that's tough. That's real tough because the Rams lost a lot of players. You know, you, you, you want to go ahead and say them. I like San Fran. I think they're going to be okay. Um, I, and then all, always the GOAT in Tampa. I think those, those are the three teams to look out for. And maybe the Packers too, I guess. But I really don't see them being as good as they were on offense. I don't know what the problem yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, 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 I think that's where everybody's wondering right now. Uh, in title town right now. Is, well, how's the offense going to look? You know, of course, Devontae's out. But we did lose some other guys. Uh, so that, that thing that I think they boosted the defense, that's huge for us too. But, you know, you still got to score the ball on offense. And that's, that's what we're wondering is who's going to be that guy? Who's going to be that guy that isn't, you know, you can't replace a guy like Devontae mm-hmm. in no means at all. But there has to be that guy that Aaron has to have that go-to, you know, just like, just like Devontae was. And I think that's what we're left wondering. We got the backs, you know, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. We got the, you know, we got them. You got AR-12, back-to-back MVP. But yeah, I think that that's what it is. Is that is that offense is, is what it comes down to for us. I, I feel. I tell mm-hmm. you what, it must be nice to be in the NFC because God dang, the AFC is loaded. I'll tell you that. Hey man, <laughs> y'all, love that though. y'all can uh, y'all can have that, and we'll we'll worry about the <laughs> NFC on this side. Y'all have fun in the AFC with all that going on over there. Man, I. To all the Dallas Cowboys fans listening, no one got it easier than the Cowboys every single year. Can y'all imagine y'all's team being in the NFC East? Isn't like back to back easier schedules? Like, oh, I wish I wish I was in the NFC East. Like, can you imagine being in the NFC East? You're t- think about it, you take your team, you put them in the NFC East, you're automatically NFC East champs. Hmm. Automatic. You take the Packers, NFC East champs. Take the Broncos, NFC East champs. Titans, NFC East champs. It's ridiculous that the amount of the NFC East is so whack, and Cowboy fans need to need to. Chill out on all that, man. Chill out. Man, it's, it's actually funny if you if you look back and look at the Cowboy division winners, like, uh, and this kind of makes me want to take the Eagles because I think that they they would win over. I mean, maybe the maybe the uh, Redskins or the uh, football team too, or whatever the Commanders. I don't even know what they are. <laughs> whatever um, their name is this year. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, I mean, but the Cowboys. If you look back in the last like six or eight years or whatever it was, the Cowboys won the division. Then they didn't win the division. Then they won the division, lost the division. One lost. Well, it was. It's been like six times in a row now, or whatever it is. So, I mean, I'm not really like that. That's not really big on trends on me because I think that they're the most dominant team still in the NFC East. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles kind of pull it off too this year. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think the Eagles win that division. I mean, I'm sad that my boy AJ is gone and went that way, but they're tough. They're tough over there. So I think they can pull it off over there. Even yeah. if the Cowboys are. Favorites, yeah. Premier, so. yeah. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I think we always know that the Cowboys always had it easy, but I think this is probably one of the first years in a while that they actually have a you know a little competition in that division, especially like I, I see, I see the Eagles too. The Eagles are good, the Eagles are really good. Yeah, fly Eagles fly, man. Fly Eagles fly. Oh, yeah, fly mm-hmm. Eagles fly. Yeah, <laughs> who, who, who's uh, preseason MVP for the NFL? <sighs> oh man, that's uh, tough. Uh, I'll go either. I'll go Herbie. 
or I'd go, uh, yeah, man. You know, I mean, based on odds though, like if you're looking for like good odds, I would I'd probably go Lamar. I mean, if, I mean that, but that's, that's also going hand in hand and, you know, what I'm saying about if their record yeah. finishes not the way they do, because if yeah. you go 12 and five or 13 and four, whatever it is, you know, that's MVP caliber right there. Cause you're taking yeah. that far. So, yeah. Um, and he's plus 2000. That's a really good, that's really good value in my opinion. And then <clears throat> Herbert, I think it's like plus a thousand, 10 to one. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think those are two are my favorite. What about you guys? Yeah. Yeah, so it's tough. I think I think I would have to look at some schedules because, like you said, I think it, it plays a factor of how good you're doing and how well your team is up. Especially, you know, if you're if you're up there, if you got those win totals, and you know you are playing good football. So, I mean, of course you're going to be up there. It, it's tough to to figure out. There's a lot of good players that have the chance of of winning MVP this year. Yeah, I mean here, I mean Mike knows. I mean you're AR back to back MVP champ. Um, it's hard to not be biased here and go Russell Wilson. <laughs> it's very it's very hard because you know the offense he has the weapons he has um i i just think russell's gonna have one hell of a year this year um i so i don't know what the odds are on that i'd have to look but whatever it is i'd love to lay yeah. a light sprinkle on it just for yeah. just for a hell of a season just because i i do believe russ is gonna go crazy this yeah year. I like I like this guy last year, and it's tough because I think he's the favorite to win it this year. But I, I like Josh Allen, man. I think Josh Allen is a dog. I think they, they run that division really. And I mean, like you said, you see AFC Championship, like it's their their time is coming. It's I think Josh Allen has a chance. I do like Josh Allen too. Mm-hmm. I think I said this. Healthy, if they stay healthy, they're going to be a goddamn good football team. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean they they already are. You know, and they're young. He's young. Added, added Vaughn to the defense. Mm-hmm. That's that season opener is going to be fire. Rams and Bills. That's going to be amazing. It's going to yeah. be an amazing first opening game. Man, that's how you start the season off. Really. Talk about some fireworks. <laughs> yep. I think this is the yep. first like good opening football game we've had in a while. I mean, this game is going to be insane. Yeah. Um, it might. It possibly could give you flashbacks to that Mahomes uh, Rams game. Um, you know, about two years ago where they, they had that shootout on Monday night. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I definitely see, you know, opening, opening, opening season game here. And it's going to be some fireworks. I know that. I'll this tell you little, what. Uh, little West you Texas what, uh, shootout. I'm going to be smashing a lot of overs this year because there's a hell of good offenses in the league this year. So the overs, I'm going to be looking hard for them. That's for sure. Yeah. I think that's 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 the way to go to is looking at these over unders, looking at these defenses versus these offenses. But like you said, these high powered offenses are getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, no doubt. Anyways, let's get into some MLB. Obviously, who was your MLB team? Today? Did you have one? Or I, don't... Uh, I would go. I would go Marlins if I had a pick. Right. I would go Marlins um, but, or the Nationals, one of the two. I know they're both in the same division, but I just like you know, I live here now, DC area, so. All right, fell a little uh, NL East rival over here. Okay, I like it. I like it. I got to ask, who's your early MVP leader of the season? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, it, that one's – oh, man. I mean, leader right now, I mean, who's the odds on favor? I know. I know. Um, it, it, it would have to be, you know, Aaron Judge leading right now. Um, is he is he leading right now? I think, I think it's, it's the leaders are top, the top three is uh, 
Mike no Judge is up there, but I don't think he's Mike Trout, uh, Manny Machado, and Aaron Judge is three for the <laughs> Manny Machado is up there. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I would still, I mean, I still think it's the season's really early. Again, like, I mean, like, I, I yeah. don't like saying like taking a favorite, you know, right now. I would, I would look more in the bottom of the pack, like six, seven, or eight, seeing if any of those guys have a chance to kind of come up and, and take over, but. You know, right now I would I probably go with Trout, but you know he he was out a few games too earlier this year. So I mean, Judge has been and Machado. He's he's had a couple good games too. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. I I, I wouldn't really bet on anything right now because it's the season's so yeah. young. Yeah. So yeah. for the for the AL MVP right now, leading is Shohei, Trout, Vladdy, and Judge. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that that's yeah. the AL right there. And, and I think I think Trout should be number one on that list, really. Um, yeah, no doubt. But Shohei has that that edge, you know, with the pitching, and he's out there throwing gems. So that that goes hand in hand right there with Shohei and Trout. Um, for the NL, you got Manny um, Manny Machado, um, Nolan Arenado, Juan Soto, and Acuna. I like um, Arenado. Acuna. Yeah. Yeah. All floating up there right now. Hey man, don't disrespect him now. Man, he ain't played half. Man, no, there's no way he's MVP competition. So he's, he just, right he's just now. that good. He's that good, man. What? Stop hanging. He's just that good. What can I say? Not right now. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they, no, they I, got a Cunha sitting at a plus a thousand. I agree. I think it's a little too early to be saying Cunha is going to be the favorite. The dude's only been playing like a week. So yeah, but exactly. I mean, yeah. if he can come back to his normal self, I mean, I don't see why not. He he gets rolling down, you know, towards the season and, and becomes a, you know, MVP candidate. I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. JJ, who have you been uh, rolling on in MLB? Who who who's been your go-to better over there? Um, you know, I've I've been looking at. Uh, I've been actually doing well on totals more so than betting on teams. I'm more of a total guy in the MLB. Um, but, um, I've taken the White Sox a couple of times, actually cashing on the Tigers a couple of times, believe it or not. Um, I, I again, I, I cashed on the Rays last night against, against the Angels. Um, but I mean, I, I, again, I look for like the money lines where it's just like, especially C's and how well he was pitching like tonight. And it was the over under was eight. First and foremost, I went over on that because, like, how many people he strikes out? Even even giving up like six runs tonight, he struck out I think eleven batters, yeah. which is yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, there's that, and then, um, but I, I think um, you know I, I I look for spots in the MLB. It's not like a go to team, but like if 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 I know a team's like you know the Angels are twenty one and eleven or whatever they were, and they're going against a team that's like fifteen and fourteen or whatever it is, and that team is you know minus one thirty five, I'm probably going to go on that team because why well, the are they favored? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's what I kind of look for. Or even if it's like like a small line of like, oh, this team's gonna, like the Angels, like minus 135 against a team like, uh, you know, the Reds, right? The Reds have been awful, but they're only minus 135 against the Reds. Of course, everyone's going to hammer the Angels on that side. That's And that's when I kind of hop over to the Reds plus mm-hmm. one and a half or, you know, money line. Well, yeah. what's your, since, you, since you bet totals, and I'm not a big total guy just because – I think betting totals is the hardest fucking thing in MLB. Um, how do you go about whenever you have pitchers with ERAs of six, five, and they still have that over under, say, at seven and a half, eight? I mean, um, 
Well, those, it, those actually, I, those would entice me to take those unders. Um, if I see a guy with a six, you know, run ERA or whatever it is, a six ERA and, um, you know, the tools only set seven that right away, I'm looking at the under. Um, but sometimes I do stay away from it. I, you know, I, I'm very patient when it comes to those things. Um, and it's really going to make a lot of sense because at the same time, the public does win. Uh, oh, yeah. The public didn't win. Uh, sports betting wouldn't be as big as it is. So um, you got you got to pick and choose the spots wisely, and um, that in that kind of situation, I'll probably hold off. But if it was like a seven or a six and a half, and that guy had that big of an ERA, best believe I'm taking the under. I don't care. Gotcha. Yeah. Another question: thoughts on the under? I mean, the overnight games. Do you think it's a think it's a deal, or you think it's just just is what it is? Like the overnight game. What do you mean by that? Like the overs in these primetime games. Oh, just, oh, oh, I feel smacking. So I thought you like overnight games. I was thinking <laughs> we were going to baseball. Like, oh, like, like primetime <laughs> baseball. <laughs> primetime um, baseball. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, they, I mean, especially how dead the balls have been earlier. But then again, you know, people can say all they want to say about the season. I mean, again, we're just getting started here, guys. I don't think it's anything to worry about dead balls and all that stuff, even though the pitchers and everybody are saying inconsistent. Uh, we got a long season still ahead of us. And sometimes just the unders cash more than the overs do. And is it a coincidence? Maybe not. Maybe they juice the balls more up on, on nighttime games, especially when that's when more eyes are on the TV. Um, but, you know, I just – I think it's more of just a, a, a simple coincidence. Yeah, and that, I'm the same. I'm thinking the same way. Yeah. Do you bet any uh, your fees or nerf fees? Dude, I freaking I, – I, I actually rode with Trent last year me and him did like a live together we did a big ordeal we both had like 200 bucks or something like that on um it was the padres and dodgers it was the nerfy in that game and urias that four-eyed fuck was pitching it um, <laughs> it was the bottom of the first we got two strikes two outs nobody on like i'm sitting pretty me and trent already high-fiving each other through the phone and all of a sudden freaking i forgot who it was for the padres but he ended up hitting a freaking solo shot on a two oh two count i'm like no freaking way. No, I stopped. Uh, I, I probably found one nerfy or nerfy after yeah. that. So. I, I yeah. literally quit betting them just because the same fucking reason. Um, they're they're sucker bets, man. They're sucker right. bets, and mm-hmm. it fucking hurts when you lose two outs, bottom of the first, and just a boom, yeah. rip it once. Yeah, see, I, I started the season off nice. I started with them nerfies nice. I think that first that one week, that first week, I was I was hot. After that, I think I went about two, three days straight of losing nerfies, losing yerfies, and sure enough, I just said, you know what, I got to stay away from these because yeah. either way, I'm 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 a lose. Yeah, it's just my you luck. Went, you want to hear something crazy? Um, I I do I do watch, and, and don't get me wrong, I do watch like yerfies and nerfies. I, I look at the lines beforehand. I, I I do actually follow them kind of closely. But I've noticed that a lot of the times too, these spreads when they're eight and a half, nine point totals, it typically goes no run first inning for whatever reason. Um, I think people see that total, the public see that total and see two crappy pitchers pitching or even pitchers that you don't really know up in their first start or whatever. I would typically lean the no run first inning there because I think people would be all over, you know. Yeah. Yes. Good point. Yeah. And I, good point. I think I think that's part of where Vegas, you know, lay the debate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And lately, like to me, if I could suggest in a, any game. Bet Nerfy Yerfy. I lean Yerfy every single time just because you're seeing the top of the lineup. You got to get three outs. You know, you you literally got to go six outs against the best of the lineup and without scoring one run. Give me the Yerfy most of the time. Yeah. Hmm. Well, with that being said, do you have any locks for us over the weekend? 
Who do you like? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I'm trying to give you a good one. Well, first, I think tomorrow night, I think you can or freaking Golden State. I think, um, I mean, just the fact that Golden State's a three seed, playing a two seed, um, and they're favored by eight, eight and a half points. I think right then and there, you got to look at it and be like, okay, that's flag number one. I think, uh, you know, there, there should never be a point spread that high in the second round of the playoffs um, without it being true, right? So I like that. I like the eight and a half uh, for Golden State tomorrow night. Um, I'm trying to think of any baseball. They're really baseball games. I don't really have anything. You know, I, I don't really know until I, I see line movement throughout yeah. the day. So it's kind of hard to say that. Right. Um, but no, I mean, I mean, just like futures, just for NFL futures, man. Like I'm a big NFL guy. I love, I love the Ravens over win total. I love the over win total for the uh, Colts nine and a half. They're both nine and a half. Um, under for the Giants, I think they're they're gonna not be able to win more than six games this year. Um, Jacksonville's high. They're at six wins, and I don't know why they they're that high. Hmm. And again, I think Detroit sucks too. I mean, they got still. Yeah. I mean, I know everyone's on the Detroit bandwagon, but I mean. Yeah, they still got Jared Goff at quarterback, and, and uh, I don't. They're think still, they're still the Lions. Like people don't realize they're still yeah. the Lions. The Lions yeah. are gonna Lions. Someone, someone, <laughs> someone tried to comment on one of my posts, and they're like, "Oh, we got Saint Brown, Swift. Uh, who else? They got? We got uh, JMO now, and we got uh, and we got Hawkinson, championship bound. I'm like." I really can't tell if this is satire. I think this guy was being like really like serious <laughs> was, too. I'm like, don't real. put don't put those four players in the championship conversation ever again. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, They're not yeah. even third, fourth place in that division. Right. I mean, they got to go against Minnesota still. Minnesota's gonna be good. JJ is yeah. freaking beast. Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you got you got the freaking Packers, of course. And then I mean, the Bears. Their poverty, but I mean, they'll, they'll be okay. I, I, yeah. I mean. I mean I don't see. I don't. I don't know. I don't Com- see it compared to the lines. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No doubt. Um. You know, on the on the betting on the betting segment, um, JJ, gotta ask you, man, what's been the worst bad beat you've experienced? All right, I'm gonna go back to the 2022 season, the worst bad beat in a long time. And now I'm not talking about the ones that you see the bad ones where you know the um, there's some hook and laterals or whatever, and the defender picks it up and they score and they best recover. That's not what I'm talking about. The one I'm talking about is the Falcons and Lions. We're talking about the Falcons and Lions. The Lions were uh, six point underdogs, right? There's six point underdogs. Falcons were up 20 to 13. Falcons get the ball uh, or give the ball back to the Lions. They got the ball in the 50 with about eight minutes. Anyway, Lions are handing the ball off left and right. I mean, they're going first down, second down, third down, running off the clock. They're going forward on fourth down twice in this possession, right, inside the 50-yard line. They get down all the way to about two minutes and 45 seconds, right? They had a third and, like, six call. They hand it off to Andre Swift. He gets stopped, right? Now it's a loss of two, fourth down and eight on, like, the 15-yard line. Now, with two minutes and 30 seconds left, and you're the Lions, right? And you're down seven points. Are you going for it on the 15 yard line going in on the Falcons 15? I would ask you guys. You you have to you have to go for it. I mean, right? You would think so, right? Yeah. You have to you, fucking go for it. You, you have all your timeouts. You have no timeouts. timeouts left. No timeouts. Yeah, you have three time. You do have three timeouts left. But this is the thing. You you still have to get the onside kick, or you got to stop them on the other end. Um, and then, you know, then they're going to punt the ball back, obviously over back to you anyway. Why don't you just go for it? Yeah. Anyway, they've ended up kicking the field goal. I had a lot of money on this game too. They kicked the field goal 20 to 16. 
sure enough, they kick it to Atlanta. Atlanta ended up fumbling it late in the game, and they had a chance to win. But, I mean, still, that, that play made zero sense. It, it really reminded me of the Buffalo Wild Wings where they called Coach Gamble up. They said, <laughs> hey, we got a lot of money on the Falcons minus six. Help us out here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. they kicked the field goal. It, it, like, I mean, you do see bad beats of the laterals and the overs hitting on, like, Hail Marys or whatever it is, and that's just fluky shit. That, like, this right there – was just a poor coaching decision and it made zero sense whatsoever. I was yep. dumbfounded. I'm still about it. <laughs> oh man, I, Sounds like I agree with I agree <laughs> with that. I, we I think we always catch ourselves saying that Vegas made Vegas just made the call. Vegas just made the call to make this happen. And sure enough, I mean that's what it seems like. I hate to say it, but that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah, they made the fucking call. The phone Vegas just made the call. Yeah, and they and the, and the worst part was, man, they could have kicked it like. Because they got literally a first down, or they went for it on fourth down, like on the twenty-five. They went for it on fourth down on the thirty-five. They could have kicked it on either of those two tracks. I would have understood that. Yeah, a long time ago. On the two and a half minute marker, that makes zero sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially if if you knew if you if if you kind of knew you're gonna go down there and kick a field goal anyways, why not do it early? Give yourself more time, especially if you got all your timeouts. Exactly. Exactly. It made zero, and they're on the fifteen yard line. Just throw a pass (laughs) in the back of the end zone. Call it. And they're, and they're pinned back there anyway. So even if they punt it too and you stop them on a three and out or whatever, you're going to get the ball back when you're probably 50 or, you know, or, or your own 45. Yeah. So good field positions. Yeah. Well, with that being said, what about your best, most late hit? I know you've had a couple of those. You guys just really pissed me off on that one. I've been actually, I've been doing pretty well. Um, I've hit a few of my max plays. Uh, as of late right now i have the suns and the warriors to win their series I have a lot of money on that so that's about to hit hopefully um i had a lot of money on another series parlay last series with the bucks um suns uh grizzlies and then warriors too that was a big payday for me um and uh i mean the series parlays i feel like it's hard enough to cap a game individually but you kind of kind of have a, like a feeling of who's gonna go in the series so i, yeah. I, I I think everyone knew that Golden State was going to advance. Same with the Suns, but um, and that, and that's how I kind of did it there. Uh, but the biggest bet that I've ever hit was uh, the Super Bowl with the Bucks and Falcons. Um, and when the, when the Bucks were down twenty eight to three, hmm. I hammered the the Bucks or, or not the Bucks, um, the Patriots. Sorry, I keep thinking Tom Brady and the right, yeah. but the but the Falcons and, and the Patriots. I hammered Tom when he was down 28 to three, I took, you know, the alternate lines. I took the up the second half lines. I took everything. I ended up coming off in that game, like up $6,000 is the big thing. Oh, what uh, were you, were you, at what made you, yeah. were you, were you on the phone? I mean, were you well, on the so I was actually, so I originally already had, so when the line came out, it was like four and a half, I believe it was, or four um, in favor of the Patriots. And I right immediately when those games ended, I, I hit the bucks for a thousand bucks. So I'm already, I'm already in a thousand for them. Um, I watched, I had a Super Bowl party at my crib. Um, I had a bunch of my friends come over. A lot of them had the, the Falcons. So they were talking shit the whole time. My other buddy, there's only two of us out of like 10 who had the Patriots. I'm like, first off, how do you bet against Tom Brady? Uh, secondly, you know, whatever. Um, so at halftime, it was 28 to three. All those guys ended up going downtown. They were going out in the party. And I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, damn, I'm about to be out down. Cause I ended up live betting it too in the middle of the game. Cause I got it. The bucks, like you know, uh, for five hundred bucks, I got them uh, plus money at one point in the in the first yeah. half. I'm like, I gotta take that. Um, I'm like, there's no way Tom Brady's gonna get embarrassed like this. I looked at my buddy. I'm gonna take the money line. I think they're gonna come back and win this shit. Sure enough, I put another thousand dollars on the money line. I put I put a, and that that paid out. Um, it was like plus four twenty five at the time, 
and then I had uh, and I put like another 500 on um, on them. I think it was like plus. Uh, I think I had them at minus. No, they had they're like minus 10 second half, and I hit that one too. So Damn. Uh, Damn. that was my big. That was my big one. I, I just really felt good about that one. Okay. Uh, so I just I just want to know uh, how hurt were your buddies that were out there partying? <laughs> I didn't hear from from a couple of days. I called them too. I called them afterwards. Oh. I called them the next morning. I didn't hear from them. They weren't they, they weren't trying to hear it, man. They so were not trying crazy. to hear it. So sports betting is is legal uh, over there in Virginia. It is. It is. It is for DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings, uh, FanDuel, and a couple other ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've lost, I've lost big bets too, guys. I mean, yeah. last year in the playoffs, I lost a $3,500 bet on, um, I took, uh, you know, at the time I took the Brooklyn Nets to beat the Bucks when that was a great series, but we know what happened with the Bucks. They ended up beating Brooklyn. I had them with, uh, the Phoenix Suns and it was a huge 3,500 to win 3,500, um, play. And I lost that one. That one hurt, but you're inches away, man. Katie's foot. Yeah. A few inches back. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was so oh, sweet. I was going crazy. I was on TikTok live and everything. People were like, that's what me. They knew all the money I had on it. And I got all the trolls like yelling at me too. Yeah. Respect, respect though, bro. I, I love, I love, you know, I love when you know, someone has a max play out and you're riding, you know, you're, you're, you're confident in, in your, in your pick. And that, that takes a lot of guts and that's ballsy, yeah. man. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think, you know, if you're betting, I think you you have to bet with confidence. Why put money on something that you don't have, you know, you're doubting a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Did oh, you put your money where your mouth is? It, it, literally, literally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, you spoke about uh, the trolls. How, how do you feel about that whole situation? Cause I see a lot of people, you know, a lot of betters uh, on Twitter saying, you know, a lot of people always, you know, saying stuff to them about, you know, their, their bets that they're giving out. How do you feel? Cause I bet you've had, you know, a, couple, a, a lot of times really, you know, all these trolls or people coming at you about your bets that, that may have lost. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get that. I think uh, people are kind of, you know, as long as they're not like some of the things it, it does get to you, you read some of them and it kind of gets to you. But yeah. after, after so long of me being, you know, you know, where I've been, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of used to it now. And like all these other people are kind of like saying like, well, stop hurting my, like they get all their feelings and shit like that. Like, yeah, they're not going to do anything first and yeah. foremost. Secondly, mm-hmm. you want trolls interacting with you. You know what I mean? Cause you're not doing something right. If you don't got haters at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Yeah, so, say that. I, well, you're right. I felt I felt my favorite my favorite uh, you know from last night's game when Draymond was saying whoop that trick with the whole Memphis crowd that was like reverse psychology what he was doing people are saying like what is he doing like what like what, what, I can't believe he's doing that no 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 he's doing that but at the same time he's just mocking them in a way wait till he comes yeah. back to Golden State and you're gonna see it yeah. what 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 was happening so, yeah. You, uh, whoop yeah, yeah I think yeah. I, I think I think they were trying to make him mad, but him yeah. doing that made them mad. Exactly. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how I kind of treat my trolls. Like if someone says your picks suck, I say, yeah, I know. That was such a bad or well, I agree with them. Yeah, yeah. They're just like left there like looking stupid. It's, and that's it, what I kind of do. And that's what Draymond did to the Memphis crowd. Yeah. Because it look stupid. JJ, so, and that yeah. and that's the thing, man. Like that's what I I thought I tell a lot of these people. Like, dude, it, it takes first of all, it takes a lot of boss to go out there and put your pick on Twitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And put your pick out there, you know, knowing that you're gonna get chirped. It hits, you know, woohoo. But if it loses, all the chirps come out. That's just part of it, you know. And yeah, I, yep. I, I had to get used to that shit when I first hopped in stream, dude. The, the, they were chirping at me every time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta like, block out that chat, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, some exactly. Of some of those chats got toxic. me though, man. The chat's it, toxic. Oh, dude, I, I laugh at a couple of those things though, man. When they 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 said a couple of good things. I mean, sometimes you just gotta laugh with them, and um, you know, I, I it is what it is, man. But just know that you're doing something right. I mean, you yeah, got exactly. Enough, so yeah, I mean, at at the end of the day, they're the ones putting that bet in. Mm-hmm. They're the ones putting their own money on that bet. Dude. I mean, if it. Yeah, I mean, if if I I do have people that tell me they tell all my picks, and I feel bad about when they when they don't, yeah. but they also, but they don't, they're not tripping me. I know the people. I have a bunch of people that you know tell me each and every day, and I know that. Um, but there's some people that just like come out of the woodwork saying, "Oh, nice job, you idiot!" Like like a day after I release the pick <laughs> or whatever it is, I'm like, "Did you really take it?" And if you did, you probably just blaming me just to make yourself yeah. like, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, so. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, cause I, I, I mean, I think people, they, they don't realize that, you know, all the research that, that goes into, it, you know, all like you said, reading lines, looking at lineups, looking at everything goes into a bit. Mm-hmm. They're just riding just to ride. They, they're, they're relying on do the hard work mm-hmm. exactly. and, they're, and, they're, and they're expecting the results. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason. I mean, at the end of the day, the most successful sports bettors, they are 57 percent to about 60 percent. There's really no way if someone says they're shooting at like a 70% clip, they're bullshit. Yeah. Um, so like, if you, I mean, if you, so you say 58%, I mean, you release 10 picks, you get, you get six out of 10. I mean, I mean all the power. Yeah. Key, that's great. Yeah. Hell, yeah I mean, that, like you said, that's a positive day right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yep. Juiced or not a hey, win is a win. Win is yep. a win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, despite odds, despite how much it is. I mean, you know, unit size, all that stuff, a win's a win no matter, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So, any any advice for um, betters that are barely starting getting into the game? I mean, be, I mean, be transparent, stick with it, and then the following will come right behind it. I mean, um, I mean, j- again, don't don't be a sucker either. Um, I would always look where the public money is, um, no matter what. There's a lot of useful tools there. Um, Covers.com kind of I think is the best source of where money kind of infiltrates in from so uh, reverse line movements big too. look for reverse line movement as well i mean there's so many different little intricacies that you kind of look out for um in a serious note i you know I'm, I'm kind of funny and i bring you know comedy to some of my picks but there's a lot of thought and reasoning behind what i'm what i'm doing yeah. um so yeah i mean i mean for guys that want to get into the industry and content create and do all that and be a be a figurehead i, I would always say be consistent be uh be honest and don't lie and you know, keep doing every, every single day, um, being successful sports better. Yeah. Just look at reverse line movement, make sure you don't rush your picks and look where the money's coming in at, because that's very important. Yeah. 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 Sure. Tell, tell I think you, you spoke of it, but I, what I fuck with the most is your Chipotle order picks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to pay for that in 45 minutes. I had three days of Chipotle in a row, man. It's going to come out long. So. <laughs> I guess. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, that being said, man, I think, uh, I think we can say um, Golden State. Minus eight tomorrow is an official squad ride here. Let's ride it. Let's ride it. We are fucking riding. I'm in. I'm going on that. Man, I'm going Steph right. Curry's over points too. I'm going to sprinkle that in there too. JJ, real quick for this pick, would you say lock it in tonight or would you say wait till tomorrow? tomorrow. Look at well, the, yeah. I mean, if you see it at eight right now, I'll take it at the eight. I think I, I've seen it most places at eight and a half. I, I mean, I think it's going to go up to nine. 
And again, I, I think they're going to win by double digits. I, I, yeah. I mean, you can wait if you want. I, I, no matter what, I think they're going to win by double digits. I'd even take yeah. an alternate line. I think they win by 20. Um, so, um, but, I, but I'm just going to stick with the eight and a half. They're yeah. going to they make sure they that, no problem. Call it sure. day. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Say less. Might go lock that bitch in right after this. Right now. There you go. <laughs> right after I, I hit this mouse pick because I got two units on there. So hopefully that catches and we'll go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but man, JJ, we appreciate you for being on the show, man. Yes, Thank man. We so we much. appreciate it so much, man. For real, you, don't, you don't realize it, man. Uh, what, size, what size shirt do you wear? We gotta send you a send you a <laughs> yeah, You guys give me one of those. I'll I'll, I'll make sure to wear it at, like a, in a bunch of my TikTok videos too. Yeah. Well. yeah. Sure. Oh but, yeah. Uh, you, well, you, send, you send the Addy, and you're gonna get yeah, the talk back. Yeah. Your you're, getting, you're getting the merch. Yes, sir. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. I appreciate. Yeah. Y'all. With that being said, man, JJ, we really yeah. appreciate you coming on, man. And it's yeah, been a taking pleasure. taking the time out your day, man, to, to come on here and chat it up with us, man. We, we really appreciate it. We have fun. It was, of it course. was, it was love nice. Love talking sports, love talking about it, man. It's my two yeah. things in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Hopefully, maybe one day we can do it again, man. Yeah. Yep. Love sure. it. I would love to. Love to. Be in, interacting on Twitter for sure. Uh, squad ride tomorrow. Talk that oh. talk community, taking the points community. Shout out to y'all for support. And we out of here. Thank y'all.